Hallelujah and greetings and God bless to each and everyone listening in today. Hope everyone had a wonderful week. Let us all confess with our mouth and believe in our heart the meditation of the week from Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee. Neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Uh, the title of this week's message is Time Kills Us. And if we kill time in the darkness, unless we redeem our time. The main text comes from Ephesians chapter 5 verses 8 through 18. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 8 through 18. Please follow along if you have your Bible. I'll go ahead and read it. For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For whatsoever doth make manifest is light. Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead and Christ shall give thee light. See then that ye walk circum circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Wherefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. And be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, excess but be filled with the Spirit."
Jesus came as the light that gives life to the darkness in the sinful world. But when he died to take away the sin of the world, the world became spiritually dark. As if it became the night after the sunset to the west. For the past 2,000 years, the world today has gotten so dark as if the night has reached its darkest hour and also has reached the peak of wickedness. It is moments before Jesus, who is the light, rises again just like the sun. As it is darkest before the sun rises, the world has become the world of sin, and it is worse than ever. Apostle Paul testified of the spiritual night. In Romans chapter 13 verse 12, he said, The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness, and let us put on the armor of light. Apostle Paul said to the saved members of the church in Ephesus, Ephesians chapter 5 verse 8, For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. He also testified of their identity before they were saved. In Ephesians chapter 2 verses 11 and 12, Wherefore remember that ye being in time past Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh, made by hands, that at time that at that time ye were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope, and without God in the world. Also, Apostle John testified of the light. In John chapter 1, verses 1 through 5, he said, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. He testified that Jesus he met was God the Word for eternity. He also testified that there was life in him, and that it is the light that gives eternal life by shining it on from the beginning or ever the earth was. World. When he prepared the heavens, I was there. When he set a compass upon the face of the depth. This is word of God. Then Moses, the man of God, filled with the Holy Spirit, testified of God the word who created the heavens and the earth in the beginning and created a light to give life to the darkened world. Genesis chapter 1 verses 1 through 4, he said, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. 
and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. God gave life by shining the light to men and all things that are to be on the earth, by creating light before creating all things on the earth. The life-giving light of God is to illuminate the world by giving light to the sun, moon, and stars in the heavens created on the fourth day. Apostle John once again testified of Jesus as the light-giving eternal life. 1 John chapter 1, verses 1-7, through 7, he said, That which was from the beginning which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. For the life was manifested, and we have seen it, and bear witness, and show unto you that eternal life, which was with the Father, and was manifested unto us. That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you, that ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father, and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And these things write we unto you, that your joy may be full. This then is the message which we have heard of him, and declare unto you, that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him, and walk in darkness, we lie, and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanseth us from all sin. God, who was in the beginning as the Word, became a man in the name of Jesus, and appeared to his people, the Jews. When he spoke to them, to those who believed and accepted him, he gave them the power to receive life and become sons of God through the light he shines. Therefore they were no longer descendants born of the flesh and blood of Adam, but be born of God by receiving the Holy Spirit from him. However, his chosen people, the Jews, refused to receive him. Now Jesus, who appeared to the world as life-giving light 2,000 years ago, died for the sin of the world to give life to the Jews and Gentiles who shall be born in the world in the future. Nevertheless, he sent the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, to the world to record the words of God through the Holy Spirit and breathe the breath of life into his words. Therefore, after the day of Pentecost, all the scriptures written through the inspiration of God became life-giving lights. Therefore, those who believe in and receive the Lord Jesus Christ receive the light of life and are reborn as the light to become children of God. Therefore, those who are newly born by receiving the light of life 
must constantly love the words of light and live according to the light and walk in the word of light while living in a darkened world without light. In Psalms 119 verse 105, King David testified of the light. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Now just as the physical body can be healthy only through breathing continually, feeding it oxygen, and feeding it with nutrients, born-again Christians that receive the light of life must redeem the time to walk in the words of life with obedience, denying themselves, and no longer heeding to the desires of the flesh. There is a passage in Proverbs chapter 4 verse 18 what the shining light does to those who are justified in the blood of Jesus Christ. But the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. Apostle Paul testified of the spiritual nutrients that God's children should receive, the spiritual food through the word of light. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 describes what the Bible is. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Therefore, Apostle John testified that eternal dwelling place with Christ, for they are full of the words of life driving out the darkness. His testimony in Revelation chapter 21 verses 22 and 23 and I saw no temple therein, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of it. And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon to shine in it. For the glory of God did lighten it, and the Lamb is the light thereof. So therefore the children of God who have received the light of life should love the light rather than the darkness. However, we are grieving ourselves when we see God's children walking in the darkness to grieve the Holy Spirit, failing to overcome the temptation of the devil. Therefore, Apostle Paul said to the saints who were asleep in the darkness. Once again, in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 14, he said, Wherefore he saith, Awake, thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. He testified by quoting the words given to the Israelites long ago through the prophet Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 60, verses 1 through 3. Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings to the brightness of thy rising. Prophet Isaiah warned the Israelites who were sleeping in the darkness. 
He also prophesied that in the future, when their Messiah, Jesus Christ, appears, the Gentiles shall believe in him and be saved, who is the light of life. Apostle Paul testified of the fruit of the Holy Spirit and said, For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth. In other words, the fruit of the Holy Spirit cannot be brought forth by imitating Jesus Christ, who is the light. It is only when we follow the Lord and obey the light of the word and walk in the light. In order to live a life of obedience to the word of God, it is impossible without denial of ourselves as the Lord said. For this reason, the Apostle Paul testified of what God's will is. He indirectly testified that we could not follow God's will without completely denying ourselves. He said this in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16-18. through 18. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Apostle Paul testified of the life of Christians who deny themselves, take up their cross, and follow Christ, giving thanks and rejoicing in all thanksgiving in sample of him. In 2 Corinthians Chapter 12, verse 10, he said, Therefore I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then am I strong. And then finally, Apostle Paul exhorted the members of the church in Ephesus to live the life filled with the Holy Spirit. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18, And be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. The issue among Christians these days is the question that comes up, isn't it alright to drink alcohol as long as I don't get drunk? Well, However, the Holy Spirit-filled Christians are not interested in such things like alcohol. This is because when alcohol enters into the bloodstream, it cannot maintain the fullness of the Holy Spirit. It is difficult to find Christians filled with the Holy Spirit, and as such, Christians are regarded as very rare specimens. But whosoever dwells in the word of light must obey the word of God easily ignoring human opinions. Few verses pertaining to the wine and the drinks. Proverbs chapter 20 verse 1 Wine is a mocker, strong drink is raging, and whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. Next is Proverbs 23 verse 31 Look not thou upon the wine when it is red, when it giveth his color in the cup, when it moveth itself aright. And then finally, Psalm 75, verse 8. 
For in the hand of the Lord there is a cup, and the wine is red. It is full of mixture, and he poureth out of the same, but the dregs thereof, all the wicked of the earth shall wring them out and drink them. Right now, our enemy, Satan, the devil, walks like a roaring lion to devour the children of God. He is swallowing up the time of God's children and deceives them from listening, reading, and meditating on the word of light. According to Apostle Paul's counsel, we must not give Satan any space by redeeming our time to walk in the words of light. Not redeeming our time is the way to kill our time, which then in turn, time will kill us. One quick question for you. Have you been saved? Have you received Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Do you have sins? Did you know it is a sin not believing in the blood atonement of Jesus Christ? John 16 verse 9 This is what Jesus said Of sin because they believe not on me. Romans 3 Verses 23 and 24. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Everyone is a sinner. Nobody can be holy by themselves. And what happens to sinners? Well, Romans 6.23 it says the uh, price for sin is death. So check this out. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So if you're a sinner, you're going to die. It's plain and simple. So picture this. There are two books in front of you. One has your name on it. Inside of your book is filled with all sorts of sins, which can be found on uh, Gospel of Mark, chapter 7. Inside the other book are clean pages, not a single spot. This book belongs to Jesus Christ. And what he did for you is he switched the names of the two books. Now your book is clean and spotless. And book of Jesus Christ contains all of your sins. That's what blood atonement of Jesus Christ is. He took upon himself all the sins that you and I cannot get rid of. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 21, it says this, For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in Him. However, the faithful and true Lord Jesus Christ loves you more than you know. 
And if you wholeheartedly repent for not believing in the gospel of Christ, by His grace you'll receive salvation of your soul. Keyword, your soul. We are living souls stuck inside of this flesh that we call bodies. Now first we must know what the gospel is. And this this is the gospel of Christ according to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, the first four, four verses. How that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. That is the plain and simple gospel of Jesus Christ. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and not and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. This grace is a gift of God. The Pope can't give it to you, he can't save you. None of your cardinals or your priests cannot save you. Only Jesus Christ. Now that you've heard the gospel of Christ, must confess and believe the gospel. So you've heard it, now you gotta put it in your heart and you gotta believe it. Romans 10, chapter 10, verse 9 and 10, it says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Now that you know, you gotta believe it. Now I'm not telling you to get religious. There's no time for that. The salvation from Jesus is one on one personal relationship. This is between you and him. Hell is a real place. And Jesus definitely don't want you ending up in there. The judgment is the same whether you deny his blood atonement or you try to make an excuse of saying, I didn't know the gospel. I never heard it. Well, you can't lie on that one because you just heard it earlier. In today's pandemic crazed world, which obviously you, you and I can see, it's getting worse day by day. Your only way to eternal life and to escape from this hellish world is through Jesus Christ. Will you receive him today? You must invite him, Lord Jesus Christ, to enter your heart. We'll do the sinner's prayer together, but this is your prayer. I'll go ahead and start. You can pause, write it down. And then backtrack and read it out again. So here we go. Lord, I am a sinner. I know that I shall be judged and will be sent to hell because of my sins. However, I believe in Jesus Christ, who was judged and died on the cross instead of me. Now I open my heart to accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Please come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior forever. Please lead me in your way so that I may serve you. Thank you for cleansing of my sins.
by the blood of Jesus. Thank you for saving me from the destruction of hell. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, name we pray. Amen. Let us pray. Father God, thank you for giving us your word of light. I have tried my best to testify your words according to the guidance of the Holy Spirit. May all the listeners of today's message remember only your words of light, words of life, words of wisdom and understanding through anointing of the Holy Spirit. Also, Lord, for those who just repented and received you today, please bless them and nurture them so that they may redeem their time and walk with you. We thank you, Lord. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for your time. If today was your first time ever hearing the gospel of Christ, God bless you, dear friend. And do please share this message among your friends and family who have not yet received Jesus Christ. Episodes such as today's may need to hear, you may need to hear them more than once, perhaps twice or more. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. God bless you and may the grace and truth of our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus be with you all. Amen. This week's message and all other recordings in English and Korean can be found on our website at wgmi.org. More episodes can also be found on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on TuneIn Radio app by typing WGM Church in the search field.